How many people are using smart speakers? How often are they using them? And what are they using them for? Today, we're going to talk about the stats, the usage, the topics that people ask about. Before I get to that, I wanted to do a quick housekeeping note. It will take 10 seconds. You may have heard my intro and outro music double the past couple days. Having a couple technical difficulties with my host, we had to redo our campaigns and markers. It will be resolved soon. Bear with me. Thanks. Love you guys. All right, let's talk about stats. In 2019, there was a U.S. survey of over 1,000 people, which is statistically significant. It revealed that 76% of people use their voice assistants more in the last year. 71% report using them at least once a day and 44% several times a day. A year later, during COVID in 2020, we saw the 18 to 34-year-old group report a 50% increase in use of their smart speakers. And the 50 and up age group reported a 34% increase. And that was by April of 2020. So being home more, not surprisingly, people are using their smart speakers more. What do they use them for? Guess what? As much as the voice community doesn't want to admit this, the use cases haven't changed that much for the last few years. And they still, they're very simple. It's news, music, weather. Music is a very primary one because these speakers are speakers. Uh huh. And the really nice echoes like the Echo Show second gen, the big ass one that I have with that big bass turned up. It's a big bass speaker on my it vibrates the floor. That's what it's for, for listening to music. Oh, and she does other things. Yeah. But here's the thing. In building a CMS, a platform to create voice skills, voice apps, they can be really simple and be highly effective. You don't have to put all the doodads and the bells and whistles. We are always over-designing things. We're always trying to inject way too many features. If you look at the most successful apps in the world of technology, let's talk about Google. Go to google.com and look at that homepage. There's one thing you can do. It couldn't be simpler. Think about Twitter. Why is Twitter successful? Because there's one thing that it does really well, which is it lets you do on-the-go, short updates, especially when it was 140 characters. It's made to be mobile. Mobile news. And the same thing goes for a lot of the other social apps. They've actually gotten bloated with features like Facebook. Are you kidding? That's why Facebook's not cool anymore. It has too many damn features. I haven't been on that app in I don't know how long. It's a turnoff. So I built Wealth Voice really simple. It doesn't do all of the things that Voiceify does. I love Voiceify. I love everyone at Voiceify. They built the Ferrari of voice CMSs. But I noticed that with my clients and customers, they didn't want or understand even a tenth of all of those features. And if people are still primarily using voice for music, news, and weather, we don't necessarily need the entire experience of a standard app or website injected into voice. And it doesn't work very well in voice because discoverability, especially when you're doing audio only and not multimodal with the screen, is slower. You can't skim and read past things when you're sitting there listening. So having fewer features works. It's like, give me five flavors of ice cream. I don't have time to listen to you read a list of 50 flavors. And I actually get decision fatigue from having all of those choices. I just want to choose from five. Anyway, this is about simplicity and designing for voice and and not trying to make it something it's not yet. Okay? We can't say that voice is the way that people are going to get everything done because right now they're just getting very utilitarian things done. If you look at the percentages, even shopping, 17% of people who have smart speakers use it for shopping. I would think that would be a higher use case. I use it all the time to add things to my cart because it's so handy and and hands-free. That will come with greater use. This is about building habits and educating people. You have to educate your user. 
seven exposures. That's how many it takes, seven impressions to get someone to change a behavior, to take on a new habit, seven. That could be giving them a tip on Twitter, in an email, wherever. But you can't just tweet it out once and think, okay, they're going to enable the skill and know how to use it. I drill this into every customer's head, everyone who's on the Wealth Voice platform. Here are the seven variations of ways that you can tweet out, post on Instagram, send it in your emails of letting people know this is here. Here's how you use it. Here's how you enable it. Here's how you quick link launch it. Give them all these ways to do it. Make it so simple and always spell out the value of what they get from it. And in this case, it's news. It's updates. One of the top three use cases of voice to this day. We're still at the very beginning, even though we're about six or seven years in. But that's okay. 